Welcome into episode 22 of the Bluest Tape. I am Harvey Couch alongside Jeff Kolak. And thanks for joining us as we take our weekly trip through the live catalog of Widespread Panic. And um, this week we are celebrating the beginning of a, a, a season, an American experience unlike any other. College football. College football season's finally here. We can hopefully bring some sense of normalcy to this world um, when college football starts, which is a strange thing to say, seeing as how we both live in the American South, where college football fans and fan bases are sometimes beyond the pale when it comes when it comes to uh, the normalcy. But it's one of the reasons why we love it so much, and very excited for this college football season. I'm excited to get my red solo cups out of storage and uh, bring them out on Saturdays for whiskey drinks and uh, watching football on TV. It'll be great. So what we're going to do this week is um, look at the uh, look at the top four teams for this season, uh, the sort of the consensus top four, and we're going to play um, some sections from shows that Panic played in those cities. And... Um, We'll count them down from from four to one, and uh, and Jeff's going to give us some um, some college football analysis after every after every show. It's going to break down the team, and um, so yeah. Anything else we want to want to talk about before we get going? I appreciated how you said analysis with analysis on the with the <laughs> emphasis on the on the uh, on the up, which means question mark. It's very midwestern of you to to say that Green Bay. Um, so, uh, I appreciated that. And, uh, but yeah, we've got a few things to say about each of these uh, four teams and, uh, some of the, the, the seasons ahead. And I think what we'll do is we'll do a preview episode here. And then when the uh, final four is settled, um, uh, after the conference championship games in December, we will, we will revisit our picks and we might do another episode and it's a fairly good chance that the four teams we talk about today will be the four teams in the playoffs. Um, they, it's you know there's definitely some strong teams at the top, but there's a lot of parity further down. And obviously, as as we saw last year, um, anything can happen in a lot of these games, which is what makes college football so exciting. So, and luckily, and luckily, Panic has played all of the all of these uh, cities multiple times. So if we need to go back to the well, um, we can do that again in January. We're and we're kind of screwed if Oklahoma or Penn State make the playoff because they haven't played in Norman or or, uh, or uh, State College yet, or even. Oklahoma State, if they haven't played in Stillwater, Stillwater either. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we'll we'll, we'll get it started with uh, the f- sort of the consensus um, fourth best in air quotes team uh, going into this season, and that would be the uh, the, the potential Pac-10 champions, the USC Trojans, and definitely. I think it's the is it the Pac-12 now? Sorry, no? Pac-12. Yeah. I still I, I I you know I I do history, Harvey. I live in the past. Um, but uh, who's going to win the big eight? <laughs> Kansas. Um, but uh, anyway, they uh, definitely are have sort of after cratering during the Lane Kiffin era have sort of pulled themselves out. And of course, it helps to pull yourself out when you have a great quarterback like Sam Darnold, who could be the number one overall pick in next year's NFL draft for sure. Will probably will be towards the top. Um, he's pretty good. Um, definitely going to be right in the mix for um, first-team All-American this year. Um, USC is looking pretty good there. I mean, you know, I, I ascribe to the 
I think it's the Colin Cowherd school of thought when it comes to college football that I know, I I know, I know. (laughs) Um, But college football is better when, you know, the, the, the the classic powers are good. Um, You know, like when, like when, like Kentucky with basketball is similar. Well, you know, sure. When Indiana in basketball, you know, Uh, mm. (laughs) Um, but anyway, um, USC, I think, sh- should be pretty good this year. They're definitely going to have um, – UCLA might be their top contender in the in the Pac-12. Utah should be pretty good. Colorado will probably be pretty decent again. Uh, they got a tough early schedule. Um, and for me, you know, again, expert analysis, point number one, um, still wondering if their coach, Clay Helton, is the guy that can kind of get him across. He was sort of the re- last-minute replacement for um, – for Kiffin, um, I believe Co- Coach O wasn't Coach O the interim for very very briefly. Um, yes, like for a yeah, day or two. For a day or two, and then and then Helton was hired, and you know they they given him a vote of confidence, and after a pretty decent season last year, um, so they're going to uh, come back this year. So in order to to honor or the number four USC Trojans, we're going to play a selection from a show in Los Angeles, California, from the fall of two thousand. Um, again, right after a, an epic Halloween run, a very brief moment, um, brief show at Austin City Limits in Austin, Texas on Halloween proper, head out west to California and start their uh, West Coast run. And this is a an, another show, um, which is very good, really, from start to finish. But this is a very notable section involving a very special guest. And we'll let the band take over from there.
Hey, what do you think of these guys, huh? Thank you. 
right, Widespread Panic, November 2nd, uh, 2000 at the Wiltern Theater in Los Angeles, California. The end of the first set uh, with special guest Robbie Krieger, the, 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 the very quiet guitarist from The Doors, and the Rolling Stones song Stop Breaking Down Blues into Light My Fire, The Doors classic, the only time that Widespread Panic has played Light My Fire. Yeah, this was um, this is uh, it was cool. I hadn't listened to the show in a long time. I mean, obviously, I remember um, when it when it happened, and um, this is re- this is some really good music. This is you know they just debuted "Stop Breaking Down" um, in New Orleans. I guess you know three shows prior, and um, it was there was definitely a a freshness to it back then, and uh, and and I thought Robbie did some really good playing on it, and then. Um, just love to light my fire. I mean, I just JB channeling Jim Morrison is some of my favorite stuff. I mean, it doesn't always <laughs> nail it, but it's not for the lack of trying, you know? Um, but those are, you know, some of my favorite, you know, peace frog and LA woman and, and riders and, um, and this one too. It's just, it's really good and, um, cool hearing, you know, I always kind of, I felt like uh, Robbie Krieger and, and Michael Hauser were sort of kindred spirits, you know? I mean, they sort of mm-hmm. look a little bit alike and kind of have the same similar uh, stage presence. And um, and I don't know they sound all that much alike, but a little bit. And um, so it was kind of cool to see, you know, to or to hear them rather, uh, you know, playing together on the same stage. Yeah, this is a, one of my, I, kind of like you, I had not listened to this in a very long time. And I think, Krieger fits in really well with the band here um, and it's just a really enjoyable selection and I'm a big fan of Panic doing one thing really well one time mm-hmm. and yeah. Light My Fire, they played it really well and like don't play it again <laughs> Yeah, as, um, my, as, my, as my two year old would say, all done Yeah <laughs> Perfect, that's perfect Um all right, so let's go on to what a lot of people think is the consent is the number three team uh, going heading into this season, and this would be traveling all the way over to the other side of the continent, over to Tallahassee, Florida, and the Florida State Seminoles, um, likely to be the champions of the ACC. You know, for years and years, the SEC has been perceived as the toughest conference. Of course, people where I'm from, up in the Midwest have a massive chip on their shoulder and think that the Big Ten is the best. And, of course, they go and bowl games and get slaughtered every year by SEC teams. So it just is what it is. Um, but the ACC is definitely a bit resurgent these days. For a long time, it was just Florida State because Miami never really lived up to what people had hoped they would do. Um, and, obviously, Clemson has stepped up lately under uh, Coach Swinney and winning the national championship last year. So you've got a really good Florida State team, a really good Clemson team, a resurgent Miami team, and some really kind of sleeper teams in NC State. And you've got the returning Heisman Trophy winner in uh, Lamar Jackson from Louisville, which I know is your favorite team, Harvey. Um, yeah, well, I mean, he did a, a great job of fumbling <laughs> at the goal line against Kentucky to allow us to hold on for that victory at the end of the season. <laughs> um, but Florida State should be pretty good. But, of course, they start their season – um, a neutral site game, I think, in Atlanta against uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide, who obviously we're going to get to in a, in a little bit. But they've got to do um, Miami and I think Florida on the road this year. So they've got a tough tough schedule, but they should be pretty good again. They've got a bunch of starters returning. They've got a really good young quarterback in DeAndre Francois. Um, so they'll be right in the mix. But, again, it's going to come probably come down to that Florida State-Clemson game. 
um, again to see who's going to be the team that 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 comes out of that conference. So we could be talking about somebody different when we get into December, and that would be great because Panic has played a whole bunch of shows in Clemson, South Carolina, and a whole bunch of good shows in Clemson, yep. South Carolina. So, um, but they played some good ones in Tallahassee too. And let's uh, jump into a show that Harvey selected for this episode, uh, January nineteenth, nineteen ninety three, from Tallahassee, Florida. Batter up!
watching the world evening night Throwing the phone by the dog I see two passing lights Well, I wonder where that driver's bound Is there someone somewhere, somewhere out there that I
thousand years, my younger. See face on the water, one hundred, hundred years, my younger. Said I can't go back, I ain't going back. I can go back from where I came. This fighting my whole body under. Legs to the middle, shaking up the top of the pool.
Alright, widespread panic at the moon in Tallahassee, Florida, January 19th, 1993. Uh, another uh, pretty good soundboard recording from, from that year. Uh, right at the start of the second set, Flatfoot Floozy, Driving Song, Into Please, into, Back Into Driving Song, Hatfield, and Rock. I love this show, and I, I fought tooth and nail to get it included because you were fighting for a different Tallahassee show. But um, this was one of the, honestly, one of the very first tapes I ever had, and uh, so it, it holds a special place in my heart. Um, it's actually not on Panic Stream, and um, so I'll need to get uh, to get those uploaded uh, to Curtis because um, everybody should hear this show. Um, but maybe my very maybe my favorite like jbism to start a second to start a set ever is at the beginning of this before the the flatfoot floozy batter up really like the uh, you know so high energy floozy and really like the uh, the drop into please and the driving song into please like sort of uh, schools does some some cool bass stuff at the beginning of please um and then the rock uh, is is my other highlight from this uh, from this show is uh, and we've talked about it um, several times. This is the fourth time we've done a rock, and we always talk about like an engaged JB or perhaps a slightly inebriated JB on rock is like a, you know a recipe for uh, for success, and um, he's all over the slide uh, on this on this version and. Um, uh, you, you, you kind of like they started off kind of slow and you hear him kind of playing a little bit uh aside and then at some point you hear somebody like count count it out to like where they actually drop into the song and like as soon as they do that jb's just like all over the slide is so good i love it it's one of my favorites yeah it's a good show again since it's not on the panic stream and uh, i had, had not heard it until until this morning actually um, it is you, the, the 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 stuff you pointed out spot on the 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 intro into please is really good and it is a really fantastic version of rock so it's a good show that again we've done we um, that early that early 1993 tour that January 93 tour is pr- is pretty strong there's a lot of really cool stuff mm-hmm. and this is a fun set list and again hopefully you get the get get the show up for other people to hear but if you look at the set list on the companion the first four songs are mercy chili heaven worry. I mean, <laughs> it's not your traditional show openers. <laughs> no, definitely not, and especially not in that order. Um, yeah. Not a lot of not a lot of flow there, but it's still it's it's fun and it's and, and it's it's a pretty good show, and I look forward to hearing the rest of it. So, um, so we jump into sort of the number two team um, headed into this college football season, and that would be a team that has become sort of omnipresent. Um, in the top five at the beginning of the year, top five at the end of the year, and that would be everybody's favorite team, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh, it's, um, ju- it's just me that hates them <laughs> and their coach. Okay, cool. I just want to uh, make sure. But, uh, yes, Coach Meyer, um, I sort of have to like them by default because I married into an Ohio State family. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is more, more often than not, I really hope that Ohio State wins so that my wife's uncle is, is – maintains is a level of health and, uh, and, 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 and personal safety. Speaking of how is, uh, how is coach Myers health? I mean, is he, is he feeling okay? I mean, I thought there was, there was some touch and go stuff there in Florida when Tebow was leaving, uh, that he, <laughs> he was about to die, but now he's okay. Is that the deal? I, I still am waiting for the time when he 
gets so disappointed and so distraught on the sidelines that something does happen to him. Um, oh. It's sort of like oh. him and him and Coach Saban are both in the same boat. As in, I mean, again, I I I can't fathom being like they are because I'm the opposite of them in so many ways. But like, why are you guys still <laughs> doing this? Like, you look miserable. You look like you hate this. <laughs> and and Urban is the, Urban looks that way. Coach Saban always looks that way. He already had his Coach Saban had his first rant of the season here the other day. Um, take you know taking the press to task about well, something. a good natured rant. It was a good natured rant. Yeah, and it's not even like you know you could say like I'll just you know again I I mean I'm a Kentucky guy so I'll go back to it. And I know people don't like Cal Perry, but if you see him on the sideline, he's obviously he's just as animated as those guys. But then off the court he's like you see him smiling and joking yes. and like he's he enjoys his job you know i mean yes. i think it's hard and he works really hard and it's probably you know but you can tell that it's something you know it's a calling for him but like those guys it's just like oh god so miserable all the time i have no fear that john calipari's heart is going to explode on the sidelines like no. i i truly worry about urban meyer sometimes like it's just he just looks pained over there so but he should have a pretty good team this year and they've got a lot to prove actually um, after getting completely drubbed by clemson in the playoffs last year 31 to nothing first time that urban meyer had ever been shut out and um but they should have a pretty good team coming back. JT Barrett, who seems like he's been playing since about 1998, um, will be back for his first. He took, he took over for Craig Krenzel, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, back at quarterback, they have a good running back in Mike Weber, really experienced offensive line, bunch of starters back on defense. Um, top recruiting class, beat out Alabama for the top recruiting class um, coming into this year. Um, they have a new offensive coordinator. Kevin Wilson, who was the coach at Indiana, who was fired at Indiana for being a jerk, basically, to his players. So, um, you know, we'll see how that goes in Columbus this year. But, again, it'll be a real surprise if they don't finish the regular season um, and, you know, 12-0 and win the Big Ten Championship, probably over Wisconsin. Um, and, and we'll go into the playoffs probably as the number two team, and we'll see what they can do. Um, Again, a lot of shows to pick from for Columbus, but we tried to pick one from the uh, college football season. And so we chose another show that... Were you at this show too, Harvey? This I was, ni- actually, This 95 yeah. show? Oh, great. Well, then I'll throw it to you on the flip, and uh, we'll go from there. October 1st, 1995, uh, Widespread Panic in Columbus, Ohio.
All right, widespread panic, October 1st, 1995, uh, Columbus, Ohio, um, a four-song selection, um, Smoke and Burn, um, a.k.a. Burn Faceless, the first time we played that song on this show, Into Happy, Into Heaven, also the first time we played Heaven, Into our most popular instrumental, B of D, and um, Harvey, you were at this show, so tell us a little bit about it. Um, well, it, you know, it's not on campus, but it's right across the street, basically from from campus on High Street. Uh, and, um, is that Newport, right? Right at the Newport, which is the same place from the show that we played um, two two weeks ago, the uh, the eleven two ninety six um, show. And um, yeah, this is. I mean, this was, I guess, my my third ever show, and second in a couple in a couple weeks because the Red Mile show was. Uh, you know, from two weeks prior and then we, we drove up to Columbus. And, um, so I, I was still in the like kind of, you know, jaw agape, er, you know, era of my, my panic show going. Like, I, I mean, I knew the songs on the albums, but I didn't really know much of anything else. And so, um, I mean, I'm, I, I certainly didn't know smoke and burn or happy. Uh, I, I guess I knew heaven. And then I think I knew B of D from tapes, but, um, yeah, this is a this is a, this is a show that I like to go back to because there's some really good stuff and um, it uh, this fall this fall '95 tour is really good and um, the I guess the heaven was this was not the last show they played it before its long um, or you know, I guess somewhat long uh, absence when they brought it back in in Hollywood. they played it one more time two weeks later and then uh, and then it took about a two year hiatus before they brought it back, uh, in Halloween 97. And, um, also, oh, you know, I do think like the, uh, I always thought of like, well, it was, we all, we call, back in the day, we called it burn faceless, but the, you know, the kids these days call it smoke and burn, I guess. Cause it was actually on the album like that. But, um, I always thought of it was like, you know, burn faceless happy wondering like it was like help slip frank kind of <laughs> um and it was you know they did it i guess what seven you know seven or eight times mm-hmm. at the end but it really wasn't like you know the first 10 times they played burn faceless it wasn't with happy and then they started pairing it with happy but until spring of 96 they didn't pair it with wondering so it was like a sort of a a gradual step you know as they sort of tied the songs together i always like that three song combo but here it's it's burn faceless happy and heaven and it's a nice uh i think it works well there too i am i'm just looking at the the tour fall 95 tour and we'll we'll just start with at the red mile so that's nine seventeen ninety five. they have two days off they do two shows in baton rouge louisiana and then they go University of Mississippi in Oxford on the 22nd. Oak Mountain on the 23rd. Charlotte, North Carolina, 24th. Savannah, Georgia. Knoxville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. Boone, North Carolina. Columbus, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. Lexington, Virginia. Charleston, South Carolina. Gainesville, Florida. Columbia, South Carolina. St. Petersburg, Florida. Pompano Beach. Jacksonville. Tallahassee. Three days off. Lubbock, Texas. Dallas, Austin. Columbus, Mississippi. New Orleans, Auburn, Alabama, Jackson, Mississippi, and then the, the, the two nights in Athens. As one of our faithful listeners said, brown cat kung fu. That is brown, that is brown cat t- scheduling kung fu. That is absurd. Yeah. 
um, in terms of the amount of overlap. Um, maybe someday when I'm bored and I'm watching Law and Order, I'll reconfigure the Fall '95 tour so that it makes sense. It's like it's um, like a. Did you ever you ever watch Homeland when like Carrie's got like all the stuff on the wall with like the strings and the pins that's going in every direction? Literally, what I was just thinking about. <laughs> that was I was like, man, I should give that to Presley to do sometimes. Yeah. Um, that is crazy. Absolutely crazy. Great tour though. I mean, there's some really good shows. It is a great that, tour. That Absolutely, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So obviously no surprise here. Consensus number one going into the season, the Alabama Crimson Tide, um, be pretty surprised if they don't make it out of the regular season unscathed. Um, but I do think Auburn's better this year. They got themselves a quarterback and Jared Stidham, so they could give them a run in the iron bowl. You never know about LSU always is a good team, but for some reason they haven't had a quarterback since like Tommy Hodson in the 1980s or something like that. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's not to go off on a tangent. It is completely unfathomable to me that LSU could not find a quarterback mm-hmm. to play football for their team. <laughs> like as good as, as good as that team is, they cannot find a quarterback. Well, Tommy Hodson wasn't all that good either. You know what I mean? Like I know, it's I, like, they really have not, I mean, when was the last time they had like a, a, you know, all American level quarterback? I mean, they had Jamarcus Russell. But, uh, I, I guess. But, you know, but again, it's just, it's, it's amazing to me that they can't find, I mean, I guess the year when they won the national championship, they had Matt Flynn, but, um, but even then that, that rest of that team was so good. Um, but the tide should, you know, find themselves in the SEC championship game again, um, against a team from the East, which will not, not nearly be good enough. Um, Florida and Georgia, I guess, are probably the top two that they maybe need to worry about. Um, but Alabama is going to be pretty scary. Again, on offense, Jalen Hurts has got another year. He should be pretty good at quarterback. They have a ton of running backs. Um, Bo Scarborough, Damian Harris, freshman Najee Harris, they should be really good. They have probably, you know, the quote-unquote best player in college football, but Calvin Ridley is, like, just stupid good when it comes to catching the football um, at wide receiver. They have incredible – they'll have a great defense again. They have got good special teams. They've got the best coach ever in Nick Saban. So – It'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, where they end up. Um, maybe they get snagged at some point in time. Um, they always have a close call somewhere along the along the way. The last few years it's been Ole Miss, but we don't even need to go into that Ole Miss situation this year. And we're not we're not concerned that that Lane Kiffin was the glue that hold <laughs> that held the whole team together. Last. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it would be like the dream of dreams for Florida Atlantic to to rise up. And to be the, uh, you know, is it the group of five champion to make it to the BCS to play Alabama at some point in time. But alas, I don't think that's going to happen. And somehow I have a feeling that Coach Saban is not going to schedule Coach Kiffin anytime soon. So, um, again, Panic has played Tuscaloosa a bunch of times. Obviously, um, U of A being there, they it's, it's a great college town and a great music town. And Panic has played there a bunch of times in the 80s, 90s all the way up on through and we've chosen the opening night from fall tour 1996 um october 4th 1996 in the house that wimp sanderson built Kyle coleman coleman coliseum and uh we'll take us uh we'll take a visit to uh four songs post drums
October 4th, 1996, that was the very first show of the Fall 96 tour uh, from the Coleman Coliseum on the campus of the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, the house that Wimp Sanderson built, him and his plaid coats. Um, You heard Post Drums, Traveling Light, Last Straw, Gilded Splinters, Chili Water, um, not a bad way to, to close out our uh, our college football spectacular. And a whole mess of songs, post-drums. Four songs, yeah. um, post-drums. A really long traveling light, about nine minutes long. Um, again, engaged JB, right? Um, all over the slide yeah. on that version. Yeah, of that definitely light. stuck out. Um, Last Straw is nice. Gilded Splinters is short but really good. And, and you can't argue ever with a chili water closer. Um but a pretty strong opening opening night for that tour. Um, but as we, we played selections from Fall Tour, the tour only gets better um, uh, from there. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we uh looking forward to, to college football. It gets things get underway uh, Thursday night. Um, and then and then we're in the full swing of it this weekend. So um, you know, look forward to seeing um, you know, young men bash each other's brains in <laughs> no are, are we yeah, not supposed to talk about that <laughs> no okay, no all right. there's there a list of things we weren't supposed to talk about and that was one of them okay, I'm sorry. Um, but no it should be uh it should be another interesting season again i think they're the four teams you talked about today are going to be pretty good and uh um, but we'll see if anybody can step up and, and take any of them down but again i think it's just when it gets to be the dog days of summer and it's 95 degrees and you know it's just something a, a a cool October or November Saturday afternoon with a bunch of college football games on and a, a, fr- a frosty beverage and a red cup is something to really look forward to. What is uh let's let's put our um, our non-existent reputations on the line here. Your your uh, your Badgers. What's your prediction on a on a on a season record? Well, they they just lost their starting middle linebacker. Uh, Cici for the season Torres ACL he's not going to get a sixth year of eligibility so he's done um but they should be really deep at linebacker so it shouldn't be too much of an issue um they have a pretty easy schedule their toughest game is Michigan at home um which nobody really knows how great Michigan's going to be they have good players and a pretty good coach but we'll see where they end up um but it wouldn't surprise me if Wisconsin finishes the regular season undefeated and loses to Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. Um, so I'll I'll go, I'll go, I'll give them I'll give them a loss and then a loss to Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. So and then whatever bowl game they end up in, which I assume would be the Rose Bowl or something like that. So they'll uh, or I don't know which games the playoffs are, but they'll be pretty good. How about your cats, Harvey? Coach Stoops. I'm feeling like this might be the this might be the the year they turn the corner. Uh, obviously, you know had a had a pretty good year last year, beating Louisville and and making it to the bowl. Um, I think they they take another step this year. They lost uh, their starting um, left tackle, which was sort of disappointing. He'd, Cole Mosier, who had had been there for a long time, but uh, they've got more depth than they have had in the past, and uh, the schedule uh, sets up pretty well for them this year. Um, and uh, so they've got some more playmakers. Uh, I'm going to go eight and four. 
I mean, everybody in the East, SEC East, is beatable. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee are sort of the consensus top three, but they're all beatable. And and I think you know, Kentucky maybe it's the year that they they step up and we get the uh, Bear Bryant Bowl in in the SEC championship game, right? That would be fun. Um. Well, thanks everybody for listening and, and indulging us in another episode of, of the Bluest Tape. Appreciate everybody tuning in every week, and uh, and, and and I think we had some some more some more good pick. Uh, excuse me, more good picks for this week, and we'll be back next week again. Um, thanks to our friends at Panic Stream. Thanks to our friends at Everyday Companion, and thanks to all of you for for tuning in. Definitely make sure to uh, follow us on Twitter at bluest tape and on facebook and uh you know subscribe to the podcast review it in itunes that helps other people find it uh and visit the website um you know tell your friends uh and your enemies we're not picky so um thanks for your time and uh, we'll talk to you next week